This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. Find all my work at mjmunoz.com. So, this is a topical episode of Story Over Everything, where I'm going to be talking, of course, more about cereals. I want to kind of dive into the history of cereals and the differences between cereal and episodic. And standalone gets worked in there too. I will tell you up front, I worked with uh, ChatGTP to help me source information on this. And I'm curating uh, some of what was given to me, but I'll be presenting straight to you some of the stuff that came from it. But uh, yeah, I still think this counts as me doing research. And if you don't like it, um, I don't know what to tell you. Goodbye, I guess. <laughs> or stick around and see if, uh, if you like how I do this or not. So anyway, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and get right into it. And uh, go ahead and say that, uh, you know, I've got kind of the overview of the history. So serial storytelling, also known as, well, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> there are multiple types of serial storytelling. There's, well, that's not true. So serial storytelling is part of series storytelling, but you can have episodic or you can have serial. Episodic things stand alone. It's within the same shared world or universe. Uh, recurring characters pop up and to some extent there are recurring scenarios or types of scenarios, uh, trials that a certain character goes through again and again and but you know it's a different trial every time their life is always on the line or whatever I'm thinking about uh, you know ancient heroes heroes of myth facing different dangers and wonders I guess as they go about doing things and that's something you know that's in mythology um, so that would be episodic serials where the things build upon each other and you are meant more to uh, take each story in in a particular order so that they build upon each other properly for the overall narrative that has a certain arc to it, whether that be character or I guess plot or story. Um, so that's the rough definition of it. And then from here, uh, you know, now I'm going to go ahead and read from the list. So ancient times, uh, there was oral storytelling before the advent of written languages. Uh, stories were passed down orally from generation to generation. These stories were often told in episodes like I mentioned, with each episode building on the last. For example, the epic poems of Homer, the Iliad, and the Odyssey were originally recited orally and told in episodic form. Now, it's been a long time, but I did read uh, the Iliad in high school, and I know of stuff from the Odyssey, and uh, it kind of reminds me of, like, the Merry Adventures of Robin Hood, which I'm currently reading for my big... Uh, book chat at the end of the month um, that I'm planning and you know working on developing where it's again the same character the same world same setting but different adventures that the character goes on and they kind of do build on each other but they kind of don't they're a little loosely connected I would say uh, in the 19th century serial novels uh, became a popular form of entertainment and serialized novels began to appear in newspapers and magazines. Charles Dickens was one of the most famous writers of serialized novels with works like Oliver Twist and Great Expectations originally published in installments, which is really interesting. In the early 20th century, serial radio dramas uh, became a thing. They were very popular and um, yeah, they were very popular and one of the most famous things is The Shadow, uh, which aired, well this says from 1930, but I thought it was 1937. 
it was for sure the books. I think the 30s, uh, 1930 is when the shadow was an announcer on the radio, and he didn't get his own show until 1937, but it did run until 1954 with some sort of hiatus in there for the war, I believe. Um, but, you know, that's one of them. And interestingly enough, I've been talking about The Shadow over on Red Panda Report, which you can also find on mjmonios.com. I reviewed a couple of those episodes, and that was all in preparation for me to talk about Red Panda, which is very much inspired by uh, The Shadow. Red Panda is done, or Red Panda Adventures is done by Greg Taylor, and those are serial stories in the style of the old radio dramas as opposed to, or in contrast to, the more episodic Blackjack Justice episodes, also written and directed by Greg Taylor and hosted at Dakota Ring Theater. Uh, so that's kind of germane to my interest right now, so I'll just you know, share that. Uh, next thing is says, mid-20th century serial television drama. In the mid-20th century, television became the dominant form of entertainment, and serial storytelling moved to the small screen. Soap operas... Uh, were very popular and they were a form of serialized drama. I remember being a kid watching some soap operas with my mom, uh, like before I went into kindergarten. I was, well, anyway, whatever. Uh, and I know that those stories built upon each other and uh, there was, you know, long running storylines and stuff. So that's, you know, obviously that's not episodic because you're not saying, you know, it's, you know, General Hospital, uh, but something, it's a, you know, it's not General Hospital, it's not, you know, what am I trying to say? It's not General Hospital and they forget what happened, like a sitcom or something. It's General Hospital and you need to know what happened seasons ago and you get recaps of the dramatic turns and twists and the fate of everybody's lives there who's involved at the place, right? Okay, uh, late 20th century serial graphic novels. This one, I don't know. I'm going to skip that because I don't like what it said and it kind of doesn't make sense to me. Uh, I would think manga is the perfect example of serialized graphic novels or comic books because the way those are run in the Japanese magazines, uh, like, you know, Weekly Shonen Jump or whatever, uh, they're intended to just go on forever and they do build upon themselves to have a long on-running story and according to uh, some sources, they're meant to just run forever and ever and ever until the series declines in popularity enough that they basically tell the creative team working on you know, whatever manga to wrap it up and you know usually i well i don't know if they usually get a close or not but that's the intention for the game to actually wrap up and have an ending and then they're ready to go okay um let's see yeah i that's all pretty much it uh in conclusion it says overall serial storytelling has evolved over time but its fundamental structure of episodic storytelling remains popular a popular form of entertainment okay so here's the thing periodic or episodic and serial are not the same. They are actually opposites, but they're opposites. They're, they're two styles of series that you can have. And of course, a series, whether it be book, television, radio, plays, whatever, uh, there's standalones, which that is a self-contained story, has a beginning, middle, and end. There is no intention of it having a sequel, and it's not built for that basically it's it's meant to be 100% on its own and not part of something bigger versus uh so you've got those versus a serial which it is intended to go on however you can have at least the two you know the two broad types of serials or sorry there's standalone versus series within series you have serial style and episodic style 
episodic. You can watch any episode and just jump in and get it. And Serial, you're supposed to pay closer attention and watch all of them and stick around to see the story build throughout the run of the show, movie, series, whatever it is. So that's interesting. Um, it gives examples of, I have examples here, of uh, standalone fiction as To Kill a Mockingbird, The Great Gatsby, and Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. But I was also thinking like, you know, Jane Austen, I think all of those, all of her books are standalones. Um, and you kind of felt like a, you know, you, there's a vibe to all her books and you could read them all and enjoy them as her doing what she does, which is that kind of family drama and the, you know, finding love and those sorts of things. But they're, and they're not even, I'm not going to say they're de facto a series. Um, I'm going to say that they are standalones, but because they have the same subject matter, they can almost feel like they're like an episodic series, but they're not because they don't contain the same, you know, recurring places or characters or anything like that. Even if they do have, uh, like recurring themes of honor or, uh, like being besmirched or, or ruined in society, that kind of thing. Um, let's see. Yes. Moving on. So yeah, like law and order, the adventures of Sherlock Holmes, those are episodic storytelling because you don't really need to read all of them. You can, you can read or watch any of them all in any order that you want to. And the focus is on the procedural aspect of it, the mystery, so, you know, solving the crime, catching the perpetrator, and then seeing them prosecuted. Um, and I'm kind of mixing both Law and Order and uh, Sir, you know, uh, Sherlock Holmes there a little bit. But there's that. And then you have uh, something like, uh, it gives you like the Harry Potter series of books where they all do build upon each other because there's this whole arc with, you know, Voldemort and with Harry growing and him and his friends and whatever, his, you know, family drama, ironing that out. I never finished, <laughs> I never finished watching all the movies or reading all the books, so I don't, I don't know, I can't speak too much about Harry Potter, but I do know it's a series and it builds on itself and you're meant to enjoy them all together so that you get the full story. Uh, let me see, is there anything else I wanted to add? So, I mean, that helps me think about the way I want to do my series because I, I, you know, I do want series, um, but I'm almost thinking for like my superhero series, for example, my, which is all, uh, at least the first generation of it, it's all pulp inspired. Maybe I want to do a blend. Maybe some characters get a serial series and some characters get an episodic series. And then when they cross over or, uh, yeah, I guess when they cross over, they're the episodic character, like you'll be able to pin them down as to where in the serial storytelling they fall. And yeah, I don't know. Cause I do have a detective character, but if I make a detective character, you know, a private eye who's got episodic storytelling, isn't that what all private eyes have episodic storytelling? And isn't that trite and boring? And shouldn't I avoid that? Should I instead give my detective, uh, my immortal detective a, uh, sorry, I've been listening to a lot of Dakota Ring Theater right now, so I'm dropping references and, and it's popping up in my head all over the place here. Should I give my detective a story that kind of, not ruins him, but that takes him out of the episodic world of most detectives and gives him a serial story that can show him change over time? Um, I don't know about that. Something I was thinking for my, uh, I guess, my Paragon character um, in 
the superhero world is that she would have a serial series um, that I have planned out, or I've sketched out, I'll say, and I was thinking about doing something with her that would be interesting, because I would love to do comic books, and I was thinking about maybe giving her her series as serial, but maybe her comic books are episodic, or I, I was of both minds about it. I thought, well, I can make her comic book series serial, or I could make it episodic and just create a space within the lives of my characters, or at least this one, so that I can say there's a period of time where she's just able to have all these different cool adventures and see all these different things and it doesn't really matter that way though in that way the comics can kind of go forever or you know to a certain extent i don't know i don't know how many you could get to just being episodic and not building the story upon itself or if it would morph into that but i i see both episodic and serial series as perfectly valid forms of of writing and entertainment and i wonder what i wonder what qualify something as being a good candidate for an episodic story versus a serial story and i don't know hmm yeah that's something i will have to puzzle over if you have thoughts on that i welcome them and i encourage you to share them with me you can do that by checking out the show notes or going to mjmunoz.com and i think i'm going to go ahead and wrap up right now because i don't have much else to say and this is about 14 minutes so that's pretty good uh, this was a shorter episode. I didn't, I kind of didn't know what to do because now that I've formulated my idea of having the four different formats of story over everything and just rotating through them, uh, I do think it's a good idea. It's a strong idea and it's something I definitely want to stick to, but I have, uh, skimming leaves, which is where I'm going to be casually chatting about, um, Sir Howard Pyle's Robin Hood. I have that coming up at the end of May, 2023. And in between then, I have some ideas for what I want to do for the other episodes, but I kind of had to, I'm at, a, I'm at the last week of April, and I had to kind of scramble to figure out, well, what am I going to talk about? And this was something I'd had written down for a while to discuss, you know, what's the deal with cereals? What, you know, what is, uh, you know, what exactly are they, how do they function, how do they work, and can I, uh, <clears throat> can I do something with them? Uh, or, you know, I, I wanted to better under- take time to look into them a little bit more and better understand the nature of them. And now I think I do have a better grasp of the possibilities of what I could do. Like I said, I'm exploring and curious about going episodic and serial in my series. And I think that's a, a fun idea. Uh, like James Bond, Ian Fleming's James Bond books, I believe they're all episodic. Um, and the movies are certainly all episodic. And people are happy to enjoy those for a long time. And I would say... <laughs> I'd say The Shadow is probably episodic because there were just so many novels and they spanned such a great length of time that somehow, as time goes on, you just kind of let it go and you accept that another story is coming out, even though it's been you know, 30 years since the, original, <laughs> since the original story, and you just roll with the fact that now The Shadow is battling a supercomputer that has artificial intelligence and is helping criminals plan... Uh, <laughs> plan their crimes that's that's a real i I think that's the actual last um episode of the shadow and it was released on vinyl in like 68 or something like that um (laughs) and uh it's really cool the episode is called um the computer calculates but the shadow knows calling back of course to the famous line from the shadow so that's pretty cool um 
but yeah, I mean, you can enjoy both forms and both can be valid and I can be okay with writing both types. I thought for a time that I only really wanted to write serialized uh, series fiction, but the more I've thought about it and the more I have researched it and, you know, the better I understand the concepts, um, I do like the idea of both. And I think I'll just have to, you know, judge for myself when and how to, uh, when and how to utilize, you know, which format. So anyway, that's, uh, almost it. I'm going to just wrap up with one more thing, which is to tell you, I have officially launched audio only podcasts for story over everything, red panda report going ultra, which covers the tokusatsu Ultraman, and uh, Red Panda Report, Going Ultra, uh, Story Over Everything, and by golly, there's one more, but I don't remember at this time. Let me see. <laughs> oh, Digimon Chronicles, where I'm doing an audiobook of the Digimon web novel that's coming out, uh, because I like that stuff, and I figure I can... I can do that. So anyway, you can find links to all of those at mjmunios.com. I'm still adjusting things to get, uh, the, I need to publish the podcasts page so that you can go there. You can find the latest, uh, I think it's 10 or so episodes of each podcast. And as time goes on, they'll drop off the, it'll only be the 10, it'll only be the 10, five to 10 most recent. And then I'll have links for you to subscribe to the RSS feed or the iTunes feed or the whatever it is feed and whatever podcatcher you use. But I need to uh, work on expanding that because it's only, I only have three services activated and there's more than three that can be utilized. So I'd like to have it spread as far as it can go, but I encourage you to check that out and uh, that you check out uh, my progress on the grow bug series. I think I'll drop a link to um, the draft for even the grow bug in the show notes for this episode so you can see them and i'm trying to structure my show notes so that i have my link to the you know the show notes in your podcast player are going to have the link to the actual show notes on the website uh, a link to whatever i want you to read i'm encouraging you to read or check out and then um not much else because the show notes are kind of ugly in the uh the podcast service that i'm using i need to figure out how to format those properly but anyway uh, i am doing that as part of my uh part of my pitch part of my process part of my um well you know it's for my own satisfaction but it's also for marketing everything i'm doing with my writing and uh i am writing based on i'm writing things that are in the field of interest of people who enjoy tokusatsu like ultraman or who enjoy uh pulpy stuff like uh, the red panda or the shadow. Um, yeah, cause I'm basically making the superhero universe that while it's rooted more in Western comics and it's starting off as like a pulp, it's kind of saying, what if in, uh, 1900, the world changed basically. And we had a shift where, uh, you know, superheroes became a big thing in a big way. And it just dramatically altered the course of the world and we had you know super robots and cyborgs and you know demonic forces that are being fought by heroic people and just kind of a whole fun mishmash of a bunch of different things um to create one solid <laughs> superhero world uh that i'm you know plotting and planning and executing myself so anyway uh again i encourage you to go to mjmoners.com to find everything that i do and with that i'm going to wish you well i guess best, best wishes to you is what, what i'm trying to say this is mj signing out 
I hope you enjoyed that. Go to mjmunoz.com to leave any questions, comments, or other feedback you might have. There you can find all of my analysis, art, and fiction. I cover books, tokusatsu, comic books, anime, and more. Look around. You're sure to find something else that you'll enjoy as well. This has been a Story Over Everything production.